0: I'm Becca from Insightful
1: Connections. And I'm Michelle from Michelle R Price, a lightworker. Welcome we to the podcast. We are, Becca and I, just a couple of spiritually aware chicks. We've got a few interesting things to say, and I don't think today will be any different, Beck, but I'll also be doing today's card draw, which I have done, and I've got a little photo in our chat already. So uh, it's very relevant, I think. Um, well, especially to probably what we've been going through and doing. Uh, maybe not so relevant to maybe the theme, um, but I might be able to tie it back in because I'm very clever like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and don't forget uh, that everyone can get in touch with us on Facebook at Living in uh, on our Living Enlightened podcast or email us at livingenlighten33gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: That's the one. Now, the theme for today, Beck, is all about the people who brought us into the world or our adoptive parents, if that's your situation, or even our carers what we're going to be potentially losing when they pass. Now, some of our listeners may have already lost uh, their parents. So um, we, you know, we'll take that into account too. But for me, I still have both. Um, So, yeah, just sort of looking at, I guess, some of the knowledge and wisdom. And obviously this fits in with your grandparents as well. It's really just our elders. um, But I guess I was just trying to summarise a little bit.
0: Beck, what's been going on with uh, you of late? Oh, my goodness. We have been so busy my little girl has decided that she's going to um venture into the world of girl guides
1: oh that's exciting
0: And it is exciting. So she's had a couple of trial, like she showed up for two free sessions so that she could try it out, see if it was a good fit for her. And she's she's ready to charge in there, which is amazing. So they've got a big bonfire coming up on Monday night.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Because I remember you said she was going to the trial and you weren't sure if she was going to be into it, but um, apparently she is.
0: Apparently she is, which is amazing. So um, really good. And she's made a couple of new friends there already. So um, all very exciting. She's also got crazy week with her um she's got a musical that she's doing she's in-
1: yes i remember because you tried out for it we talked about that
0: yes yes so the musical is next week
1: performances right.
0: are next week which is really 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 exciting um and the first they had three shows they had like the tuesday wednesday thursday nights and the first they sold out within an hour Oh, my Lord.
1: That's incredible. So
0: the school community really backing them there, which was really good. So then they've had to put on a couple of matinee performances Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday as well. So the kids, the poor kids, they're going to be so tired because they range from like, you know, I think year one, maybe even kindergarten, but I think year one all the way up to year six. Uh huh. So it's going to be a big week for them. Um, other than that, I've just been standing firm with boundary settings. And, oh, and, good job. And, so I've just finished an eight-week program on, um, you know, setting boundaries and, and um, looking at, you know, different ways I can improve my circumstances mm-hmm. um, with my past experiences and different mm-hmm. ways I can help uh, my family. Um, and people around me with you know improving their circumstances, sort of preventative measures, those sorts of things. Um, that very amazing. interesting program Rebecca. I know very interesting. So um, and it got me thinking Michelle actually, maybe as a, as a show um, show talker that we could do is things people do to help, settle themselves when they get upset or when they get that fight or fight response mm-hmm. um so you know like different breathing techniques things like that maybe that's something we could have a chat about
1: yeah and maybe i mean we've probably touched a little bit on boundaries i guess too so um i was just thinking whether we could weave some of that into it but i guess we have done a little bit on boundaries but um all right maybe i'll add something in here while you're chatting and i'll um bring that up that's a great yeah. idea
0: So And and also the boundary thing, Um, it's been a a really big um, sort of topic for me over the last month or so because my readings Mm. uh, have been a lot, um, even just sort of prior, so even two months ago, even prior to doing this course itself, and it's funny, Michelle, how things come up. You have this, this, you know, all these readings on people who um, are having trouble with boundaries, and the cards are coming up that boundaries, have boundaries, and the messages coming through. And then this course came up, so I did this course, um, uh, which was amazing, and um, it's really been helpful. Really been helpful.
1: Climbing, hey, it's amazing. The universe, the universe is amazing. Yeah and it always has our back.
0: Uh, what about you Michelle? What's new? What have you been up to?
1: Well, it's been um pretty cool actually. I um just did my um well, it's my first time I've taught Reiki 3 or masters, but um I haven't sort of been doing it much and I wasn't feeling confident. I did do my masters because I've been teaching for quite a while now. But um I just wasn't ever feeling confident with it. My teacher I didn't feel really gave me um, a good grounding um, and not much information about you know what to do and all of that stuff and you know he's kind of semi-retired well pretty much retired when he did it with me and um, he kind of did it as a favour so I've always really appreciated it uh, but I just didn't feel like I had enough to kind of do the masters with someone else and teach them that you know the Reiki three. So I redid it um, in a different uh, sort of institute with a different institute and I just took a lady through this week. And, um, yeah, it was fantastic. It was so good just to have more of an understanding, more knowledge, more wisdom, and I just felt really I was nervous in the lead-up, but I think on the day I was just really confident. I felt confident with what I was sharing with her. and I wanted to make sure I've always been very big on, um, you know, value and I didn't want her to walk away and go, that wasn't really worth it, you know. And so, um, yeah, it was fantastic. And, you know, she's been a regular of mine for a long time. She's recommended me to a lot of people. So she's, um, you know, very loyal and all of that. So it was nice to have someone, you know, like that um, to come through and do it with me because um, I guess it was sort of easing me into it a little bit. Um, so that was a really, really positive experience. And then I had a, um, you know, a lady reach out um, and I've actually posted about this on my Facebook page, Michelle Price, a light worker. I had a lady reach out. She doesn't have much money at the moment and I just said, look, She was having some paranormal stuff going on and I said, look, just um, a donation's fine, whatever you can afford. So she just popped in a little, you know, amount of money, but it's important for us to have an exchange. And I didn't do a full house clearing, obviously, because that's, you know, a fair amount of money, you know, that I require for that. But um, I said, look, just pop a donation in. I'll have a quick look at what it is, and um, we'll try and suss this out. So it's amazing, Rebecca, like in a short amount of time, because sometimes I sort of think, you know, half an hour readings, there's not a lot of point, you know, because you um, it goes so fast and you don't really get into a lot of detail. Yeah. But I only spent 15 minutes looking at this lady in the home, and um, I picked up on a young guy, I would say, um, you know, late teens, early 20s, um... He was talking a lot about uh like having a big farm like a property um his family was there not far from where this lady lives and this is over in new zealand and um he was showing me like uh, a dam he showed me uh machinery like farm equipment and things like that that they would use oh he also mentioned working dogs i don't even know if i passed it on to her um but he also mentioned working dogs on the property and, and that sort of thing and so um, basically he was confused. He didn't know he died. And so I had to explain to him, you've passed. He was messing with a lot of technology in the home. And I mentioned the microwave. And she said to me afterwards, that the microwave, um, every time I use it, it sparks. And they thought it was actually going to explode. So, um, you know, there were a lot of things that made sense to her in the home. And anyway, she, I messaged her all this stuff. And what was weird, Rebecca, and I didn't actually mention it to her, and I wish I did, but in my head the whole time when I was looking at this, and it was only 15 minutes, was a story or a reading I'd done previously for a lady where her mum had a property and um in Australia and there was a dude working on it and he was um uh he was riding a quad bike around and it rolled and flipped and landed on top of him. And it took oh, yeah. me a while to die. It wasn't a fun passing, uh, but it did take a while to die. And so he came through in the reading and um she confirmed it all and said, yeah, you know, this this happened. Anyway, he was on my head the entire time in my head. And I thought, why is he in my head? And anyway, this girl messaged me back and she said, well, Michelle, um, there was a guy aged 16 to 18, not sure exactly what age he was. Um, He's over the um, river from them. So there's a river sort of separating them. He's across the river from them on a different property. Um, He was riding a quad bike. It flipped, landed on him because I kept telling her that i have been crushed. I felt like my chest had been crushed and my heart had stopped beating. And um, so it was all very familiar. I couldn't uh, breathe and all that stuff. So I passed all that on. Anyway, um, yeah, she'd written back and said there was a guy crushed by a quad bike um, on his family farm, and um, and he died. He was 16, between 16 and 18, and that was in February. And that's about the uh, time this started happening to her where, you know, all the weird things were happening and all that. It started after that. So um, it's amazing what you can do in 15 minutes. You know, I just wanted to, I guess, for you and the listener hear this, uh, because, you know, it wasn't extensive. I didn't really know if I was doing anything significant at the time, That um, this is an actual story. And this was across the river from where her house is, you know, her property. So, um, you know, this kid's now at peace. And when I was reading her message this morning when I woke up, I was so relieved and I felt him all around me saying thank you because once I crossed over, they a totally different energy. They're not as heavy, you know, yeah. they're lighter. Um, and I just really, it was a lot of energy around that, a lot of goosebumps and what's really beautiful. I just realized why I got this card now. I just realized, cause it didn't so much relate to the, um, theme today, but this is why I got this card. So the card that I got is transcendence and yeah. Om sitting above that, uh, little moonstone. And so these are the crystal realm, um, astral realm, crystal oracle. Uh, Dark Moon Crystals and Prism and Fleur Design Studio. So I've put the um, photo into the show notes and it's such a beautiful photo. It actually has the crown chakra written on the side of it. It's moonstone as well, which is all about feminine, you know, life changes, life cycles. Um, the Om is obviously a symbol of peace and calm, which is sort of similar to what you were just saying for the next uh, episode or a couple of episodes time. Uh, one at the top there is New Beginnings, a Fresh Start. Uh, And transcendence, Beck, is all about, you know, um, it's like an ascension, really. And this poor guy was wandering around, lost, confused, you know, in the astral realm, you know, in that sort of in-between, you know, stage uh, of not going through the light yet. Um, The transcendence is all about, you know, healing all the karmic stuff, healing the karmic stuff so we can actually ascend or we can pass in a, um, you know, calm way, you know, not taking all the stuff with us, not bringing it back in the next lifetime, making ourselves sick, you know, all of that stuff. That's what this card's all about. And as I was talking about that young man, um, that's what I was actually thinking about was this card, because I really feel like through, you know, whatever I did yesterday, because I called Archangel Michael in, I crossed him over, created the light, did all the work in that 15 minutes. And, um, I put it through that way. Um, and so, you know, he now has this piece that he didn't have before because it's hard. You know, when you're wandering around, no one can see or hear you. Um, it's very frustrating. You know, you can imagine what that would be like. Um, and it was interesting, Beck, when I mentioned the um, farm machinery and uh, I wrote it down in my notes, I had the ovulus playing. Um, so the ovulus is a little app you can download, or there's also like a proper ovulus machine, iOvulus. Um, I had the ovulus plane and when I mentioned the farm machinery, it said task, which is like a job. So my feeling was that he was doing his work, you know, when this happened, it wasn't just I was having a little fun and play and whatever, uh, or that he worked on the property. I wasn't quite sure, but it was only when I saw the machinery that he mentioned that. So that is beautiful. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, And, you know, I think that's why I do past lives and lineage, you know, sessions for clients because... I want to help them clear everything. And for me, my job is also to help the earth bounds move on because that's part of our um, you know, ascending um into that, you know, new earth energy, I feel.
0: And of course, the moonstone is the, the 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 crystal itself, the gemstone itself, relates to our emotions as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much.
0: Very much so. And I think it's um off the top of my head. Now there's a lot of a lot of stones out there and there's a lot of knowledge. Mm. Sometimes I get it wrong, but I think that it's also um, cancer, um, Zodiac. Ah, okay. Affiliated with that. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, that's great. So, um, yeah, it's nice to be able to do that sort of work, and that's why I think Bec and I um, do our job the way that we do. You know, there's a lot behind that and a lot of uh, passion. Um, So, Beck, we might get into the show. Absolutely. And uh, I've got a couple of things here I just wanted to start with because I guess to explain why we're doing this episode today, um, some of the listeners who have heard our previous episodes might remember I was talking about uh, mum having dreams that my dad was going to die. And, um, you know, this ability of the dreaming and premonitions and all of that does run in the family. Mum is very psychic as well. So it was around the time of their birthdays, mum and dad's birthdays are only a couple of days apart. Um, So in 2022, uh, mum and dad started telling me that they'd... um, like me to do a few things for them after they pass, and particularly after dad passes, Mum had been having these dreams. And uh mum actually gave me all her jewelry pretty much as well, which um was actually just an excuse to make dad buy more, um, to be honest, because um <laughs> she well, she, did, she was walking around in this um really nice, I think, diamond necklace or diamond ring or something. And I'm like, that looks new, Mum. And she's like, Yeah, it is. So she's giving me all, oh, you know, we're all dying. Oh, this, 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 here's the jewelry, next minute. She's got new stuff, Rebecca. Can you believe it? So uh, a couple of weeks later, That's Dad was very in there clever. For- yeah. <laughs> he was in there for I gave it all to Michelle Wayne. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, he actually was in hospital for three months. So dad was admitted two weeks after months of having these dreams. Um, because Jason's going, my husband's like, oh, you know, dreams, dreams, rah-rah. Anyway, two weeks later, dad's in hospital. Jason's like eating his words, let me tell you and dad was there for three months he had to um you know he nearly passed away like it was it was serious I'm making light of it because you know how else do you talk about these things um but he did nearly die three ways three different ways and luckily I sort of rocked up at the right time each time and I managed to raise the alarm because I knew there was something you know seriously wrong and uh, he's still alive today thankfully but he uh, did have to learn to walk again and you know it wasn't a fun journey whatsoever um and i'm really glad, I'm grateful that i have the abilities that i have and that's why i'm really glad that a lot of um well, i don't have a lot but quite a few nurses seem to be studying reiki now so people seem to be getting a little bit more into the um intuitive stuff and i think that as a nurse i would certainly like to have that ability um because you know he lost three of his neighbors when he was in hospital three of the people next to him died And um, they weren't in palliative care. They shouldn't really have been dying. Dad shouldn't have been in the state he was in. But unfortunately, no one picked up that he had a toxic gallbladder. And that was the issue, one of the issues. So, um, you know, he is really lucky to be here. Um, But, you know, that was a massive lesson for me because I just thought, wow, you know, like mum had these dreams. I took them seriously for sure because I'm a dreamer too and I I get that. But, um, you know, to have him come, you know, that close was a huge wake-up call for me. And it changed my opinion, you know, about a lot of things.
0: Absolutely. Look, I work in healthcare and working as a support, um, you know, a carer. Um, One of the big takeaways that I have noticed is the preparation beforehand, people preparing um, beforehand. Because when we lose someone, um, it is always stressful, it's always stressful, but then you add to that the stress of having to sort out belongings and um, you know, how many times people put that off because it's just too stressful to do and how, how often people will have, um, one, because of the stress and the loss that they want to hold on to those connections, they keep all those, everything there. Um, and I'm talking about clothes, personal items, even toothbrushes, things like that, because you know they're they're really the loss is hard. It's a hard loss when you lose someone. Um, but then the stress and the guilt for wanting to give away that stuff or remove it um, is is pretty major. Yeah. So um, and you know and my heart always goes out to, to everyone. But, you know, sometimes um, you can alleviate that stress just by sorting things out, uh, the person's wishes, gifting things, those sorts of things. So, you know, it doesn't have to be a really sort of morbid conversation you have beforehand. But it could just be, you know, well, that's for this person, that's for this person, or I want all of this to go here, or even start, start. tidying things up a bit because I guess I don't know when you some people would have lived in a house for maybe 30 40 years
1: yeah that's it
0: there's a lot that you accumulate it's not like you're sort of moving around a lot and getting rid of things um, as you go so you know those all all of those things um, can take a lot of stress away from you know the process and the healing process itself um, but having said that it's also part of the healing process to to go through and sort out things as such
1: yeah absolutely
0: very personal journey
1: it is back and um you know that's why i think it's important to share this sort of stuff because as fun as it's not um because no one wants to think about losing you know a parent a carer sibling you know whatever grandparents oh. you know back in the day I've lost all of mine now but you know one of the things that this did for me and going through this with my uh, family is a we actually went through a lot of important stuff that you don't normally talk about you think about all the people who pass suddenly like this young 16 to 18 year old oh. um that I was just talking about or you know an older person you know it's like you miss a lot of information and there's a lot of stuff that isn't generally passed on because we just do our own thing. We live our lives, we do our own thing. So then, you know, when something happens to somebody really suddenly, it's like, oh, well, they always did that thing. How did they do that? You know, I, I don't know what they were doing with that. So dad was actually passed on some really important stuff around, I guess, banking around stuff that mum had no idea about that he was doing um, to me and Jason. So at least we could do it. Cause mum's not really tech savvy. So it was actually really um, handy. But apart from that, after this all happened, I actually sat um, mum down and I got her to tell me uh, stories about her family because she gave me um, some photos from the family. And Mm -hmm. um, I got her to tell me the stories about the photos and the houses and who lived in them and where grandma was born and all this stuff. And it's stuff that I guess you sort of hear over the years but you don't overly, you know, absorb or take in. So I actually recorded her saying all these things. And the beautiful thing about that is, and that's why I wanted to say this, is that when you record someone, you've got their voice. And I know that some people have lost people suddenly and they didn't have a recording of them. And, you know, all you're listening to is the last voice message they sent you for the rest of their life, your life. You know what I mean? So luckily, um, you know, for me, I guess we've got a lot of family videos and movies that Dad recorded when I was a kid and we um, transferred that onto, I think, DVD. So I do have a bit of that sort of stuff. But I've started recording, mum and dad, you know, tell me about your families, talk about that. You know, I want to get you on tape so that then I've got that, you know, forever, um, even after they pass. So I think that that's really beautiful. And I really find that I'm sort of treasuring, you know, every moment now because, you know, you realise we are mortal, you know, and things can happen. And, you know, Beck, I just wanted to mention too that I see a lot of people who, you know, come to me for readings and I'm like, oh, you know, who would you like to come through? And they're just like, oh, anybody, you know. And then all of a sudden, their dear old mother or father comes in. And a lot of the time, it's mother or father that people have issues with more than other people. But, um, you know, I'll say sort of generally, that's the case. And they're like, no, as soon as that person comes in, and they realize who it is, they're like, no, don't want to talk to them, don't like them, get them out of here, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm always like, look, they have shut up for you today they're a soul now, they don't have a physical body anymore, they're not the person they were down here necessarily, but they obviously have something to say to you. So, you know, people can heal from the other side. And I've seen this so many times where people have been willing to walk out the door to get away from me and that person that I wanna talk to. And when I sort of talk to them like this, and I've, I've never actually had to ask anyone to leave, I haven't had to yet, as in spirit, I work through the process Hands down, Rebecca, every single one that that's happened to, every client of mine that that's happened to, they've broken down every time. You did it to me. To say, (laughs) yeah, they got to say the things that they never got to say. They got to be heard. They got to realize that this soul was playing a role a lot of the time, you know, in their life in a particular way, teaching them something. And, you know, I never know what the healing is. I never know how it's going to happen, but hands down they always thank me for it and they always have a breakthrough always and they walk away different and if you can't do it when the person's still alive why not do it in the afterlife you know why not do it with me um, or rebecca or whoever um but that is a gift and that's something that i'm really really grateful for because as i said with this car that we got transcendence it's all about healing as much of the karmic stuff not taking it with us anymore um, because it's toxic and eventually it'll catch up with you in a physical way.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I just want to sort of throw in there that, you know, the support from the other side, um, from family members, it is always the last person that you would expect.
1: It is, yeah. Uh, if, you don't ask for anyone, if you don't ask for anyone, yeah.
0: A hundred percent, absolutely. The last, even if you do ask for someone,
1: mm. um,
0: there will be that that will you know sort of hold a space for that for that support yeah. for for the other you know for the for, yeah. for the last you know person or soul that you expect. Yeah. Um, I just want to um, just touch on that, Michelle, just a little bit. And an example I want to give, and this is a very personal example from from me, is um, I think one of my first readings I had with you, Michelle um was when my uncle came through that's right and i had actually wanted the reading and the connection to see if there was anything i needed to pass on to my grandmother
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: to his sister and to the family um and I was, I was, I was mess. I was a hot mess through the whole thing. Um, and that was because my uncle, um, and he was my step-uncle, but he was my uncle. Yeah. Um, he came up and I'm getting actually I'm, I'm getting emotional now <laughs> not emotional my yeah. eyes are watering so I feel like he's around me now yeah um it was such a healing process for me because even though I was reaching out for other people um some of the information that he gave me and and I remember you saying Michelle okay I remember you going through his experience of his death and everything and you're like oh my goodness and I knew exactly who it was um And I remember you saying, he has said, he is so sorry. He had no idea what you have been through during your life. He had no idea. Mm -hmm. And he is, he just, you know, he was um, sending so much love and healing. And, um, you know, if I had have reached out to him while while he was alive, he would have done, he would have bent over backwards for me.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was just so emotional. Mm. And it was just so healing because I knew I know exactly what he means. Mm. And um and it just comes back to and I wanted to use that as an example because mm. it's you know what you're saying. You can reach out beforehand.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. But it does take um, you know. And I think the reason why people don't do it is because it takes you being vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, very personal that was. Yeah. <laughs> and was and I thank you all. I do, I, thank, I
1: do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I thank
0: everyone for sort of listening to that, Not that you had much choice unless you wanted to press pause or hang up the, <laughs> the connection. <laughs> but um, it does. It comes yeah. from the least, least, person that you think it would
1: yeah. come from and know that your uncle I'm, i won't mention his name um because i do remember that but um yeah he is here so just letting you know yeah I, yeah i know i can feel yeah. him i could feel yeah.
0: him we actually um had everything go off again yeah, okay. like, yeah, there's, there's, all... there's this disco thing that happens every time yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it always happens when
1: we're together whenever there's a reading happening um for becca and i so yeah that's beautiful and has
0: been such an amazing support since then
1: mm. Yeah, and it's funny timing, back because I don't know if you noticed in the show notes, but I'm actually going to talk about my great-uncle uncle here, So, um, which I haven't mentioned before. So uh, my great-uncle is my um, granddad, my um, dad's father's brother, and um, he was a great man, someone I really looked up to, very, very tall, very um, commanding presence. And um, what I thought was beautiful about this, and this is something that, you know, during with what I've been going through with mum and dad and everything like that, uh, mum actually brought over my great-uncle's book about his life. And so this is the kind of thing, I guess, again, I'm trying to give people tips and ideas around what um, we can do, you know, to make, um, you know, someone's transition, um, you know, smooth because uh, a lot of the time, you know, as I said, people sort of pass and then we, we forget, you know, we forget all the stories. And my great-great-uncle um, actually uh, the family, so his daughter before he passed, um, his daughter put together a story, um, a book rather, um, and basically recorded everything. He was born here. He went to school here. He, um, you know, went to uni here. He he served during these times. You know, all of this stuff, and uh, there's photos. Um, they put it all together, um, and it was just beautiful. Um, family photos throughout. You know, photo of him on the front as a young man. Uh, And it was just really lovely. And it reminded me of that TV show, This Is Your Life, which I think is still on um, in various ways. I think they still have it on um, TV. So, um, you know, but I love that show. And it was like, you know, you'd think that for some of the celebrities who died suddenly, like maybe Shane Warne or someone like that, it'd be great to have had something like that for them because we've got a lot of memories, we've got a lot of, you know, cutaway shots of him playing cricket and being an amazing cricketer and whatever. But, you know, um, all of a sudden... They're gone and, um, you know, we don't have that sort of package, you know, all sort of put together in in one place Mm. uh, for his kids, you know, and and future grandkids and all of that. So we really need to share those family stories uh, before someone passes and I think, um, you know, celebrity or not, um, once they die, we just lose so much history. And so that uh, book about my great uncle has really inspired me to do something similar for my family uh, to put their stories down as well.
0: Exactly. And the thing with that too, Michelle, is having that book or having those stories or having it written down or having the voice recordings of the stories, um, it takes out that that um, variable of people's perceptions on how they hear the story and how they translate. You know, like that Chinese yeah, whispers yeah. sort of, Chinese whispers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And it changes you know, By the time it gets all the way down to the end, it's, it's a completely different story.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's true.
0: <sighs> yeah, really. such a great idea. Such yeah. a great idea.
1: Um, and I also just wanted to mention, back too, um, you know, you think about all of the guys and I haven't had a lot of family members who, you know, served or anything like that in my family, but uh, certainly a lot of the people I read for have and um, often the grandparents, you know, do come in, especially the grandfathers come in and when they've had, um, you know, uh, PTSD, you know, being in the war, Uh, and they've never spoken about it you know like they've actually dedicated their whole lives to pretty much not talking about it because it was so painful traumatic Um, and I don't blame them it's not like there's a you know a blame or a judgment it's just you can understand that and you know what's really amazing about um that is that they pass and no one actually knows what they really did you know they could have done some amazing you know saved someone's life they could have done all these incredible things and it's almost like that first part of their life never happened. It's like it didn't didn't exist. And one of the great things I think about, again, what Rebecca and I do, which is communicating with the other side, people who've passed over, is that we get a lot of those stories. And um, there was actually a lady who um, is a regular of mine and she had a relative who actually um, went AWOL because he uh, got injured, went to hospital. He was in the war fighting, got injured and went to hospital, and he was like, this is not for me. This is definitely not for me, this whole war thing. And so um, when he was okay and he was released from hospital, uh, he disappeared. So rather than going back to serve on the front line, um, he went AWOL. And so um, he, to do that, actually had to change his identity. He had to leave his whole family behind. So he literally, in this moment, changed his name changed his age, identity, got a new um, ID or whatever process you have to go through and basically um, never saw any of his family members again and he started a whole new life, got married, had children, but that lineage disappeared. So my client is an ancestor of his. um, That was her great-grandfather and she lost all of the family kind of before him and she couldn't figure it out. She traced back to him and then basically nothing exists before that. So, I just thought, what an in- interesting story. So, I've been communicating with him. I've been bringing him through in spirit, and we've been piecing everything back together. And he has a very strong connection with actually her son, uh, which has been really interesting to sort of um, piece all of that together. So, you know, people like that, um, no one knew who he was, Rebecca, his entire life. You know, who's your parents? What are your brothers and sisters? Da da da. They basically all had to disappear because if he had gone home and talked to his family, um, he would have been imprisoned. I don't know what the punishment was, but I think it was prison for probably a really, really long time. And uh, maybe his family would have been in trouble for harbouring, you know, um, someone who's disappeared from, you know, fighting and all of that stuff. So um, it would have been taken very, very seriously and he didn't want to do that to his family. So his family never knew what happened to him. They thought he died and that was it, Uh, but he didn't, you know. So um, such an interesting story. But again, no one knew about it, you know, until sort of now, we're sort of piecing it all together. So, you know, it's um there's so many people who just went and uh, never, you know, shared what was really going on for them.
0: It's um crazy, isn't it? The things that that, that people do to try and forget. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting, but I, look, I just want to—I I appreciate that this episode can possibly be triggering to to some of the listeners out there, or to to you know to anyone or everyone. Um, so I just want to um, put up here that the, the Lifeline contact number, if you need someone to talk to, um, there is an SMS number which is 0477 131 zero four seven seven one three one 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 four, where you can just message to chat to someone. Or, of course, 131114, which is a 24-hour line.
1: Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to remember that is 131114. So it sort of sticks in your head a little bit easier. Little Michelle, the journalist, is coming out, Rebecca. Um, yeah, she is. If you say 131114, then it's a little bit easier to remember. It sort of, um, yeah, flows off the tongue a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, great to throw that in because I think that's very relevant for us to consider. So hopefully I've given a few tips and tricks because I really wanted to, I guess, pass on a few ideas. I mean, you know, what would be wonderful is even to have, like, like I said before, you know, um, videos, you know, Um, I don't know if we do videos as much anymore. Everyone's got their little selfie phones and little phones out. And back in the day, we used to film videos of our family. There's so many family videos of me growing up and, you know, um, a bit of my parents because my grandpa used to have dad's dad used to do the old, um, Uh, slideshows and things like that. So (laughs) we don't really have that stuff anymore. I don't know that we're doing videos as much um, and they do, I guess, take a bit of room on the phone. But, um, yeah, I think that that's such a nice thing to do and, you know, to really um, have that, you know, for um, posterity when someone passes and we still have, you know, their their face, we still have their voice um, and we're still recording all of that, you know, because, um, you know, we just – really have to make the most of every moment. We are mortal and um at some point, you know, we are, are going to step off this earth. But, you know, while we're here, make the most of it too, you know. I feel like a lot of the time I think, gosh, you know, I've been talking about publishing books for so long and it's right at the last um, little, you know, stage now. But it's taken me such a long time to get to that point. And um, I'm actually just in the middle of doing my Oracle deck now Um, because i got a friend who does, um, yeah, design and artwork and stuff like that so i'm actually at the point of getting that out there now but it feels like it's all taken such a long time and i guess i just want to encourage everyone today before we sort of sign off to do what you want to do you know make sure you tick off the bucket list items get it done you know don't hesitate and all of that because if we keep saying oh look i'll do that tomorrow um it's probably never going to happen so do it all today um you know set aside those little times and tasks and you know, a lot of people say, don't, I don't have time for these things. And um, I was actually talking to a client of mine um, about doing a bit of exercise before, like, um, you know, she does healings, because I said, you know, it does put a lot of energy through your body. It's important to do, you know, stretches or go for a walk or a run or a jog or something. So I said, you know, what is your um, exercise regime? And she said, I I don't have one, I don't do anything. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, she was wanting to do this full time. And, um, you know, and I just said, look. It is pretty important to do something, you know, move your body in some way, you know, because we just we don't want everything to become stagnant. So and she said, well, I don't really have time. But the thing is, we all do. We all do. If I'm working six days a week and I can go to the gym, you know, sometimes twice a day or go for a run or whatever, um, and I am very busy and, you know, I still make time for it because it's important. And I know for my mental health and well-being, and that's probably getting into what we were talking about before about calming techniques and things like that, yeah. um, that's important for me. And I can't uh, get through the day without doing that every day.
0: And and even just a little tip there, it doesn't mean that you do have to go to the gym um, and, and make sure. No, absolutely not. There's and what nothing have about you. the gym there, yeah. Something I do um, is while I'm cleaning up I'll be dancing. Yeah, dancing that's it. That's my sense. Yep. You can just be vacuuming, dance around with a vacuum. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's that's exercise, it. Exercise, it's energy, it's clearing, it's um, and it's 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 good.
1: It feels good. It does, and yeah, no, thank you for clarifying because that's why I said to her, I didn't. She's not a gym person, and I know that. I'm very aware of that, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's really just about, um, you know, doing what makes you feel good. And as Beck said, if that's dancing around the house, singing, you know, to the yeah. greatest hits, um, then that's fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it doesn't have to be yeah going for a jog or anything like that. And she definitely isn't that sort of person either. So, um, yeah, it's about recognising what is your outlet. And when I'm, you know, dealing with uh, children, I guess, or any of those sorts of things, um, I'm always looking for outlets for young people as well.
0: Yeah and another outlet is being creative so doing something craft work or painting Mm. or something like that as well which Mm. is not necessarily so physical for those of people who can't do a lot of physical activity um there is you know bring out your creative side as well Mm. do something there because that um has the same um effect physically and emotionally not not the same effect physically but it has a physical and an emotional effect. I just can yeah. clarify yeah. that. It has.
1: <laughs> no, that's well said. Absolutely. Um, and I had a little idea, Rebecca, um, for the next episode mm-hmm. as we were talking. So I'm just sort of moving things around at the moment. But I just thought that um, what might be really cool is um, talking about sort of, uh, you know, charity and giving back. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because, you um, I guess I didn't realize how much um, I volunteer and, you know, I'm sure you do a lot, you know, yourself, you know, for free. And sometimes it's readings or, you know, a connection for someone who really needs it. Like I was saying for that lady, charged her a donation, really small donation, did that thing and, you know, found out about that guy who passed. So I just, I guess I didn't realize how much I volunteer. And um, I was sort of, you know, putting up a post or I was talking to someone and they're like, Michelle, how do you have time to do anything else? Like, how do you have time to work? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do do a lot of volunteering. And I hadn't really put it all together. But I guess I always have done it. I really enjoy it. And um, it's so rewarding. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And, you know, certainly being part of the little business committee and all of that, it does give me kind of a purpose. And I think after being made redundant, you need to have that. And I was talking to someone because we just hosted a networking event last night. And um, you know the lady who runs this multi-million dollar company now. Um, she was made a redundant, and she has a multi-million dollar company. And I'll go into that in the next episode a little bit because there's actually a really interesting story that she has, but it's um it's relevant you know to what we're talking about. Um, and I just thought what a good idea. But it's like how can you even turn you know your life around because um yeah I'm gonna probably have a think about this because it might be two separate episodes actually now that I'm thinking about it (laughs) um but yeah kind of turning your life around after you know having maybe the worst news possible you know you sort of think oh my god this is the worst news possible um but yeah how can you sort of turn your life around from that point and make it uh, something incredible and uh this poor lady actually went through a divorce and everything so she you know was made redundant you know all this stuff happened and then you know divorce and all of this and it just seemed like it was one thing after the other. Um, but, you know, pretty amazing story because now she runs a multimillion dollar company and she's not looking back.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, she, she may not have even got there if she didn't go through all of that.
1: Well, precisely. I mean, that's the point. Some of us, I think, Rebecca, are um, definitely the survivors. You know, some of us, when we get those knocks, we just go, right, I'm just going to get back up. I'm like a cat landing on my feet. Um, no one can keep me down. You know, I think a lot of us are like that. Others don't do that so much, uh, but then they'll have different kind of life, life lessons, I guess. So, um, yeah, I think there's a couple of really good, um, as I'm sort of writing this um, into the notes, I have a couple of um, ideas around, you know, what we can do here. So I think it's going to be a really good uh, couple of episodes coming up there.
0: And, it, and it's it's diff- It's um it's incredible how different life lessons give us all different strengths.
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, and it's those little niche markets. I want the listener at home to have a think about those little niche markets because I haven't revealed what the business is yet. But um, this person came up with an idea that's very, very simple. And she only saw it as a very small business. She thought that maybe some other people might help her out, you know, with some of the things that she has to do. And, um, you know, that was all the idea was. And she said that her turnover uh, last financial year was $3.8 million. Whoa, So, and this was a tiny little idea um, that was very, very simple. So, it's like, have a think about those little niche markets because sometimes that's where, you know, those amazing, um, you know, ideas are born and that's what this was. It was something that she needed and she thought, well, if I need this, you know, maybe other people need it, you know. Um, So, really good idea and um, a lot of money to be made out of that. I'll also mention probably in that episode, the crystal lady um, who, same thing, she makes a million dollars a month now from selling um, healing crystals and candles and that was uh, that came out of a very simple idea um, and a breakup. So this lady a redundancy, the other one a breakup. So it's pretty amazing.
0: We will always be pushed in into our path. I think. I think. Yeah. Like you know, and not pushed as in shoved. Sometimes it feels like a shove, but yeah, you know, we'll well, be guided. Incredible. We will be guided. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, these really good ideas. Yeah. All right, well, I'm excited about that. Beck, have a great day today. Thank you so much for um, the chat and um, wishing the listener at home all the best until we return in a couple of weeks. Sending so much love out to everyone. Bye-bye.